Hello and welcome to another episode of Overdrinkers, the Story Screen Presents podcast where I, Mike Burge, uh, get together with a friend or friends over some drink or drinks to talk about a movie or movies. And today uh, we got a fun little holiday Christmas special episode coming at you early. Uh, I'm joined by Diana DeMuro. Hey! And we're going to talk about one of our favorite uh, Christmas movies to watch pretty much every year. I checked, we logged, I've logged this the past two years. Oh, it's so good. It's good. I feel, <laughs> and I feel like I forget that I watch it every year. And then it's just like, yeah, this feels like a good night to watch that movie. Uh, we had some friends and family over last night or yesterday during the day, made some like little cheese and crackers and some cookies. I made my mom's famous cream cheese bean dip. Came out okay. A little juicy. And then afterwards, we were just, uh, we watched Die Hard for movie Bingo. We watched this movie that we're talking about. The Muppet Christmas Carol. I was going to say, when are you going to say the name of the movie? I mean, yeah, I got to eventually like lead up to it. It's like podcasting 101. Like you want to slowly confuse them. Yeah. And make it like kind of boring where people will like stop playing it because they don't know what's going on. Oh, that can't be good for. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's been working for us really good. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, we watch this movie every year. uh, And figured uh, what better way to like uh, knock out a quick holiday episode to toss at y'all uh than this one um we've definitely seen it more than enough uh we've got a bunch of our kitty cats kind of playing with some kitty cat toys yeah i back just heard too. uh heard some yeah we got some a little bells rat- and some things r- rattling and i was like is that a cat toy or is that a something off the it's tree a, it's fine. a it's a holiday hey. episode we're keeping it easy um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, before we jump all into it, um, we are, uh, in case you don't know, there it is. In case you don't know, uh, Story Screen Presents is not the only show and podcast that we have on our channel. Story Screen Presents is a home to a slew of other shows, such as Hot Takes, where we cover new movies, Cathode Raycast, where Bernadette Gorman White covers TV, Story Screen Reports, where Robbie Anderson talks about some of the biggest news of the month or months of past. Uh, as well as Freaking Out with Flanagan, a uh, show where me and Dee uh, cover Mike Flanagan's filmography. We also have our Patreon, where we've got stuff like a series that covers Tony Collette's filmography, Robert Pattinson's filmography, John Carpenter's filmography, video game to movie adaptations. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we got that going fun. on right now. Uh, yeah, Some and fun stuff. Many, Check many out the more. Patreon. Yep, go on Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you access to like over 60 episodes of uh, exclusive content that we've got right now. And also at StoryScreenPresents.com, we've got reviews, merchandise, uh, and uh, events and stuff that we've got coming up, like trivias, video showdowns, movie screenings, movie bingos. Yeah, awesome reviews by Rhea Banerjee and Damian Masterson. Mm -hmm. Sometimes me. Sometimes me. Not that often. Bernadette Gorman-White. Working on it. I'm I'm finally finishing up season four of Jack Ryan. So then I'll be able to... Oh, you're going to write about that? Write, write, Fun. I'll be able to rank all the Jack Ryan episodes. I know. Fred's really playing with toys. Found the loudest some, one, too. There's some good audio going on. It's all right. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, uh, The Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. Um, A Brian Henson joint. Yeah, talk to me about it. Oh, you want me to talk? Yeah, what do you want? Uh, do you want me to just talk the whole time? I'm really good at that. I can, I can do that for sure if you want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just like how serious Michael Caine is in this movie. Like, he is acting! Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great, because uh, there's Muppets, and there's sort of a little bit of Muppet show, fourth wall breaking occasionally, um, with 
the cast playing themselves slash in this they're playing Charles Dickens Christmas Carol characters as well. So some of them are are all in method and some of them are like, oh wait, I'm I'm playing this character mm-hmm. uh, in this movie and it's really entertaining. So Yeah, it's And it's a musical, essentially. It's great. Oh yeah, it's a it's musical. Great. I mean it's I really like the nineties uh, Muppet movies, the kind of like I like Christmas Carol, Treasure Island, like the adaptations and stuff like that, where it's like the Muppet cast is able to kind of perform like their versions of like, it's like casting like a troupe, like SNL people and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. And then you always get somebody like Tim Curry or Michael Caine, who just seems like an absolute professional. And you get a gem in there. there, there, I I read this, like, I don't know if this is completely true or not, or where it would even come from. I think two separate interviews, but Michael Caine said like when he was doing Christmas Carol, he like treated it like it was like this complete serious play. He treated every other Muppet actor as if they were like a real person. Well, that's awesome, and, and that's how it is, and that's how it feels. And then, <laughs> and like in contrast to that, Tim Curry treated himself like he was a Muppet character. Oh, that's funny. As too. Long John Silver in Treasure Island, so it's kind of like these two different ways different of like approaches of acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, it's like 1992. Michael Keaton looks good. It's, it's I crazy mean, how Keaton, old Michael Caine. Sorry, Michael Kane. no, I we knew just, exactly what you. We meant. just watched Batman Returns, and now I'm getting them all. Yeah, all we've the watched a lot the of Michaels, movies. All the Michaels are getting mixed in my mind. Yeah, we we watched both Home Alones on VHS the other night. <laughs> we had Gremlins on for a little bit. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, Michael Caine saying it. "Humbug" is is he was born for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and. Like yeah, like you said, like it's a musical. I think that that's something that I really like about the Treasure Island one too. Is like I feel like I've watched the Treasure Island Muppet Treasure Island more than maybe anybody else in the world because I have like an affinity <laughs> for like some of those songs and moments that I feel like that's I talk to I other people about. I haven't watched as many it. times as you for mm-hmm. sure. I I definitely watched like the one I watched the most was the Muppets Take Manhattan. That's the one I watched as a kid a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just straight Muppet movie. Great Muppet Caper, but Muppet Movie and Muppet's Take Manhattan, those were like my go-tos. And yeah. then and then later this Christmas one. Mm-hmm. I also, we were talking about, I watched Mickey's Christmas Carol a ton as a kid. And then my family always watches Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. So that was like, you know, weird gift of the Magi retelling with otters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that are singing and it's really good. It's really long and weird, but it's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, and this one's like, we were looking up Mick, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, and that thing's like 26 minutes long. In my mind, it was longer. I, had, I knew it was short, but I'm like, how do you even put... The story. I'm like... Yeah. So we're gonna, we'll watch I'd that. I'd be curious to rewatch <laughs> yeah. that as a comparison, because as a kid, I loved that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, half hour, that that tracks as yeah. like a, a young kid watching that. And this one's pretty easily like kind of put together, too. It's like 20 minutes of setup, a couple songs, Scrooge sucks... You know, I know you've got your great dynamic duo of Gonzo playing Charles Dickens mm-hmm. as your narrator and then just Rizzo the Rat as himself, mm-hmm. the greatest Looks, role. They're both kind of like meta aware. <laughs> yeah, they're great. That he's Gonzo playing Charles Dickens, which right. I think too is like, you know, I love the bit of treating the Muppets as if they're like actual performers, actors, like yeah. they're actors. Like yeah. I love that. And it's not a bit because it's completely true, of course. But it is like these movies are, I think, what helps with that. 
especially given like the Muppet show is like you see them like performing outside of what the performance is supposed to actually be right. in the Muppet show. Like you see them, it's kind of like a, like Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, you know, like yeah. you're watching all of these people or 30 Rock, like you're watching all of these people get ready for the performance that actually the show is. Uh, and so like casting them like in like a uh, classic early 90s adaptation of like Treasure Island or Christmas Carol, it gives them the same weight that like Tim Curry and Michael Caine have as like actual performers. <laughs> and so like breaking that meta wall, especially with Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat, like kind of keeps that going. Yeah. Hello. Hi. You meowing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fred, she wants some attention. <laughs> yeah. I also... Um, I was trying to remember whether it was Brian Henson who does Kermit's voice in this movie, and it's not. It's Steve mm -hmm. Whitmire, and mm -hmm. he's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, because there is like a, a dedication in the beginning to um, Henson and another person, and now I'm spacing on the other person. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh, this is sort of like those earlier movies after after Jim Henson's death that, that are kind of... It, it, has a loss, but then the cast is still so good that they're mm -hmm. able to kind of like, if you were a child, you would have no idea. Like the voices are just as good. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm younger than you, but like, you know, when Jim Henson died, I was only like five years old. So yeah. it's like, I was not aware of Jim Henson like dying until like probably a few years after he would have died. Like I would have had like no concept of that. I'd be yeah. like, oh, it's the Muppets. Oh, it's right. Sesame Street. I mean, oh, whatever. That's, that's the, um, Indicative of, of like, yeah, the believability of the Muppets are the actors. Yeah, no one's Kermit's voice. Right, so exactly. Kermit. Like yeah. these are these are the Muppets. They're here. They're performing uh, in this film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kermit is Bob Cratchit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like all the people that they say like as Kermit the Frog, right? Like those are like like uh, body doubles. Yeah. Um, you know, voiceover work and stuff like that in case they can't get Kermit like on set because he's got to run the Muppet Show. Of course. And everything else, you know. <laughs> Take care of the family. Yeah, so you got like your bless you. You've got like your 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 big three. You've got Jerry Nelson, Steve Whitmire, and I'm gonna say his name wrong. Dave Geltz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are sort of like your your three main heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Frank Oz coming in for fun, and some other guys coming in for fun for for a few other characters. But oh yeah, I mean yeah. Frank Oz, I think is the one next to. Henson, he was the one that did like most of the voices like, yeah. throughout the original yeah, show. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying in this in this Muppet Christmas Carol movie mm -hmm. for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean like playing like the like Miss Piggy, Fozzie, like because Fozzie's not in it too much. Miss Piggy's not in it too much. Fozzie wig. Uh, Miss Piggy, <laughs> we were joking around, has like some great lines in this one. Yeah, where like uh, Peter, the the fake Kermit son. Yeah, he's not Robin. He's really. not Robin. Robin's tiny. Tiny Tim, Tim of is really Robin. Yeah, but Peter says like. It smells great, mother. It smells so good, mother. Yeah, and Miss Piggy's like, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's like all the extra characters, too, that they put in here that everybody else is voicing. Um, you know, like you've got, like, it, if we've got, like, fake Kermit son Peter, we've also got uh, the twins. The two, the two twins. Uh, Bettina the, the and Belinda. Yeah. <laughs> the the mini the mini Miss Piggies mm -hmm. <laughs> that are equally annoying. Yeah, you get those extras, and then it, 
you know, they do all the fun stuff. Like one of my favorite things about the opening of the movie is the town and how the town is like equal parts people and Muppets yes. of different kinds doing yeah. different things, interacting with each other. It's the same thing with the... Uh, how there's like pig businessmen and yeah, then just regular just talking, business, yep, human businessmen. food and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, the it's it's the same on like uh, the Treasure Island on right. the ship. Yeah. Like there's equal parts like uh, like a, a crew. A human child. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everybody treats it as normal and it like kind of just brings you into the thing where it's like well this will make by the time you get done with that one number and that introduction to the rules of the city and the movie by the time michael kane walks into a room that has a frog and a bunch of rats doing his like paperwork you're like well this tracks (laughs) to the same effect that when like a human being walks in and it's his uh nephew fred you're like, oh, of course. Sure. Yeah, like this all makes sense. And then like Beaker can show up and ask for money. Yeah, Bunsen and Beaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, in this, obviously in the book, it's just Jacob Marley. But in this version, they've mm-hmm. got two Marley bros. Yep. And it becomes your your hecklers that are awesome. Mm-hmm. The Marley and Marley. <laughs> yeah, the, Mar- the Marley and Marley. Yeah. yeah, I definitely... I mean, the music in music's this good. slaps. It yeah. does. Like, it really good. does. When, like, that first theme kicks off, it's like, it feels like Christmas. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's funny to see grumpy Michael Caine like start bopping around where he's sort of like dancing along with stuff. It is crazy that like you don't even consider the fact that Michael Caine hasn't sung the entire time because that that, that wouldn't make sense right. until he gets back and he's just like... Now he's happy and yeah. he's on board with Christmas mm-hmm. and now he's going to sing. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fun though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they do a good job on like setting everything up. Uh, they, uh, I think this one has one of my favorite renditions of... Because it's a Christmas carol. Yeah. We've seen a lot of versions of this over the years. I've watched many different versions of The Christmas Carol since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like the the old school, mm-hmm. black and white, like from the 40s. Like, yeah. Scrooged. All, Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, just like straight. Yeah. The Mickey. The Muppets. Have you ever seen the Robert Zemeckis stop motion? I don't it's know not stop I motion. Have. I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, uh, It's like performance capture. I have. It's like Jim Carrey as Scrooge, but he's also playing all the spirits. Oh, no, I have not. Mm. I also wanted to watch the it's one weird movie. that's got, um, what's our boy from The Guest at playing Dickens? Oh, Dan Stevens? Yeah. The man who created Christmas or invented kinda, Christmas? I was yeah. kind of curious about that. I was <laughs> like, that's sort of an interesting premise. I like you know, I'll watch Just it. like the thought process of where these stories come from. Mm-hmm. I, I always kind of find that entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one has like one of my favorite versions of like the the scene where Scrooge sees his nephew and like what he's doing. Uh, Which one? What do you mean? Like when? Uh, like when he goes Christmas Day and he sees like the party that they're at. And yes. even though his nephew is like very positive and cheerful and friendly to him, like behind closed doors, it's just kind of like, well, no, everybody knows that you're kind of an asshole. You know, mm. like, you know, I'm nice to you because like I want you to be nicer, but everybody knows that you're a Scrooge. And it's like Scrooge also has like a really good version of that where it's yeah. his brother. Yeah. And they go and like they're playing like a game and stuff like that. And they're just like, yeah, I can't stand. Oh, so you're talking, you're, you mean like during when he's visited by all the spirits? Yeah, when he's visited by all the spirits yeah. yeah i mean they all have like the same thing of like showing you what act, you were like yeah and then what how things are and then the, mm-hmm. the worst case scenario of how things could be mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean like talking about the spirits and stuff like that in this it's it's cool that all three spirits are their own puppet 
They're they're not like cast. The right amount of creepy. They're the right amount of creepy, <laughs> but it is interesting. It's like you could have easily made like you know, Ralph or like Sweetums could have been. Yeah, it's you know, funny like, that they're like no, these are specific spirits that are not played by anybody else. The Ghost of Christmas Present is definitely like. Hagrid meets Sweetums. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. like this big burly dude with crazy hair mm-hmm. and beard. And it's it's sort of like he's supposed to be like Bacchus. Like he's supposed to be like that in the book too, where he's sort of like a joyous, you know, eating, drinking, fun. Mm-hmm. The present, living yeah. in the now. Yeah, yeah, living in the now. Forgetting what he just said. But the... Uh, <laughs> Repeating himself. <laughs> the uh, spirit of uh, Christmas... The ghost of Christmas past, however... She's like a creepy little girl. It's nightmarish. Uh, I feel like we lost something in the late 80s, early 90s where you could do something like this and it was so creepy. Like It was very Dark Crystal to me. I mean, I don't remember finding... Like, with Dark Crystal... Like, I remember some of those puppets, even like the more nor- quote unquote normal looking ones. That's what I mean. Like, she was like a little creepy to me when I was a kid. Totally. I don't remember this being creepy to me when I was a kid. But no. now, as I'm getting older, you're I'm right. like, ugh. Yeah, you're right. As a kid, I don't think that I had any fear factor with this. I was always fixated on the future ghost as sort of like your Grim Reaper, yeah. sort of like your Dementor in, in Harry Potter type mm-hmm. hooded figure doesn't talk and that's part of the scary factors because they don't actually talk mm-hmm. but yeah ghost of christmas past is sort of like a child lady ghost <laughs> yeah it's just, she's just kind of wispy know. and floaty yes but creepy like a little sprite yeah mm-hmm. like a little fairy child and it's it's fun to like you know this thing's made in 1992 right and it's cool seeing like all like the kind of earlier practical cgi effects they do where it's like oh Blues like green, but well, I guess it would be blue screen at that time. Still looks good. Blue screen behind them. That way you can like drag and drop your like warp swirl spiral effect on yeah. your background, and you're just like, there it is. It's in right, theaters, right. and it's like the same with the Marley Brothers and um, the the Ghost of Christmas Past. Is like, oh, they filmed this against the blue screen, and then like kind of just kind of made it like a little bit translucent and then like yeah. pasted it on top of something else. And they're you're like, like, oh, now it seems like a ghost. They're like Star Wars ghosts. Yes. Yeah, they're like blue version of mm-hmm. Obi-Wan or something. Yeah. yeah. it's I, I just like the uh, part of the whole things with the Muppets is, you know, again, getting rid of the whole bit of like them being real is like just like how like ingenuitive they needed to be from like the 80s to the 90s, you know, even back to the 70s, like when these guys were hanging out, it's like they were like coming up with different ways to like the blocking in this. I feel like if anybody ever wants to learn about blocking and what that really means, like within a frame and a set, Muppet movies are perfect because there's just things there that look like they're naturally supposed to be there, but it's specifically there so you can't see the person with their hand up Gonzo's ass. Like it's it's there so that to make can it vulgar. walk behind that yeah, yeah to make it vulgar. But one of my favorite one of my favorite um, effects sequences is the like Kermit carrying well Bob Cratchit carrying Tiny Tim on his shoulder and they're walking back and like you can right. tell that the ground they're walking on is like some kind of cylinder that's being turned to yes. make it look like they're coming down the road mm-hmm. and they're just like it's the coolest looking shit in the world they're great and I they, love it and I they pull it. it off because they, they hold on it forever because <laughs> they they're do. like look it we pulled this off they're like look at Kermit's legs it is like a a like uncanny valley fight or flight kind of thing that happens to your brain whenever you see Kermit's legs yeah like in I love 
watching um, Emmett Otter because you get to see Kermit ride a bicycle. That's yeah, that was the whole thing. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, Kermit's riding a bicycle and wearing a sweater and a scarf. I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like earlier in the movie too. He. Uh, with he the like ice, ice skating. skates a little bit yeah, and he's yeah. like, woo, woo, woo. And you're like, whoa. It's pretty great. Every time I see his legs, it's just like kind of. Uh, just so skinny. It just takes me out a little bit where I'm just like, oh my God. How'd they do it? How'd they do it? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. So that's Ghost of Christmas Past. Obviously, everybody knows the story of Christmas Carol. I don't think we really need to go over. He's a bad <laughs> dude. And then he's shown the error of his ways and he changes all for the better. Uh, there's a recent thing like uh, I was talking to somebody about this uh, the other day where it's like it's kind of messed up that Scrooge like the word the name is like related to like anybody who's like kind of like a stick in the mud or like a grump even though like the story is all about oh, a guy he is who's rejected. actually shown his his faults and goes like you know what yeah he's on I a re- am gonna change he's on a redemption arc he should be like a yeah. woke icon where it's just like somebody showed him the error of his ways and went you know what I have been wrong I right. will change but Dickens notoriously um a lot of really crazy sayings and words are taken from this story like calling something dead as a doornail Mm -hmm. Jacob Marley was dead as a doornail that's like one of the first lines in the book Mm -hmm. like all these weird catchphrases that people say and are like where'd that come from there's a lot that came from Shakespeare but there's a lot that came from Charles Dickens oh yeah and it's pretty nuts you're Mm -hmm. just like oh setting the tone for some weird (laughs) metaphors Mm -hmm. and weird phrasing yeah like clever (laughs) turns of phrase yeah or yeah using Scrooge as like a, a way to describe somebody but then Mickey's Christmas Carol, you've got awesome Scrooge McDuck right there, ready to roll. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I, I don't even know, like, Humbug, like, did that come from this? Like, Yeah, that's, fr- that's from It's Dickens. like, because that's just like that's from the slang book. that he just created. Yeah. Humbug. I mean, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. He did it. <laughs> um, yeah, he gets the three ghosts, and uh, so the third ghost is like, it, like, we kind of talked about it. There's not a whole lot going on with the future ghost. Um Tiny Tim kind of looks exactly like the future ghost from Scrooge. They all like kind of bumps into. They all kind of look like death. Yeah, they're just like they're meant to look like the Grim Grim Reaper. Reaper. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, shows them like uh, I always love where it's like they are obviously talking about Scrooge when everyone's like the guy died and uh, nobody liked him. He had so much money and no one cares. We stole his stuff. Yeah, they're like, what's in his bedroom? Can we sell his curtains? Oh, so this is somebody that I could be like, huh? And you're like, come on, bro, this is you. Like, what are we talking (laughs) about? This is you, buddy. Wake up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then you get that great, uh, there's a great moment that Michael Caine does with the future ghost uh, when he points at the, the tombstone, Michael Caine like walks by and he, he like, tries to point to a different to one. Point to a different one real quick, or you're just like, that's pretty nice. You're like, good try, buddy. Like, no. And yeah. he's like, no. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's it's telling because um this is a story that we've read before and seen before other versions of, but then when they still do Kermit and Miss Piggy version of the Cratchit family with no Tiny Tim because he died. Mm-hmm. You're still sad. You still get choked Listen, up. I have seen it's, this movie. It makes me choke so up every many time. times, and I know every beat. Yeah. Uh, every time they show that with his little crutch leaning against the wall. Yeah, they show the chair, and it's like the scarf and the hat and the crutch yeah, against the fireplace. No Robin. Like, oh. No Robin. Tiny Tim. Um, <laughs> or like when, yeah, but you kept be, la- you kept being like spirit. Spirit, spirit. Uh, every time, 
No, no. What, last night, I when Robin's like, oh, turkey, oh, and the chicken, and the goo. <laughs> and start, I like kind yeah. of laughed a little bit. I'm like, Jesus. They really like bury it hard right yeah. there. Yeah, like, they do. Because Robin is like the prototypical, like everybody likes Robin. Yeah. Like even if you want to like deny that you like Robin, be like Robin's lame. I like Kermit more. It's like no, everybody cares for Robin. No, Robin's You're a kid worried version. About Robin. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. Also, Kermit's a good uncle in the Muppet uncle. in the Muppet universe. Mm-hmm. He's always he he looks out for Robin. <laughs> even though Peter is Kermit's actual son, he I mean, was not in a lot of the movies. I, if you had asked me Nepo the, baby the day Peter. before we watched this, I would not have remembered that his name was Peter. Peter. It's going to be a new bit for me in the new year. Peter. Talking about Kermit's son, Peter. Um, uh, other, other like, good castings, like, Fozzie Bear as, like, the one... Fozziewig. Fozziewig that, like, helped Scrooge, like, become a businessman. Fozzie's like, mom. nice. Fozzie's mom, played by Fozzie. Uh, Sam the Eagle. Yeah, Sam the Eagle. Uh, talking about business. Uh, that was pretty, pretty great. great. Going to school... For business. business. For business. Going to school for business and now you onto the world of business. <laughs> Don't tip the driver. Don't tip the driver. Um, yeah. And like I, all of the rat accountant staff. All the rat accountant staff are great. Rizzo's like the constant bit of Rizzo just getting like physically abused throughout this movie and like yeah. falling from places and freezing. <laughs> Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp. It's an insane. It, it just like works every yeah. time. It keeps things light too. He's always like, eating. <laughs> It keeps things light, too, where it's like, you know, yeah. with kids, if something's either too intense or too boring for kids, like, they'll either just kind of, like... They punctuate it. Punctuate, like, yeah. get, get, get across what's happening real quick, nice and easy, or catch you up on something you should have remembered. Right. Um, there's this one moment that I hadn't really noticed before. I'm trying to remember specifically what it is, and it's, like, towards the end, a char- I think it's, like, when Fred's character comes back. The nephew? The nephew, like in the uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present, like kind of like flash sideways or forward a little bit. Okay. Um, Gonzo or somebody like mentions like his nephew Fred. Like again, like you're oh, like, yeah. oh, in case you forgot from the beginning that right, this right, guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, there's also always just good physical comedy with Rizzo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Rizzo, Rizzo's like one of the better like later entry he Muppets, is. Like, it's like a good friend for Gonzo. Good friend for Gonzo. Perfect <laughs> friend for Gonzo. I love all of the jokes in this movie too. That you know, like Gonzo, the chicken is romantically well. The whole joke, chickens <laughs> especially, but the whole joke too is that uh, birds in general that mm. Gonzo is attracted to. So there's a bunch of jokes with like the goose. Yes. Like he's like, I landed on like a hot on a hot goose, and he was just like, lucky. You know, stuff like that where you're like, wow. He was sort of like, oh, I think he was like, you have all the fun. You have all the fun. Like, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, he's he's having these action moments. And as the, you know, Charles Dickens narrator, he's sort of like, what he describes himself as like omnipresent or omniscient or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Rizzo's like, why do you know what's going on? We can't see in the window. You know, like, (laughs) it's pretty great. How does he do that? Teaching big vocabulary words to kids. Which I think is, I think the how does he do that is like the unsung, uh, I've got a bad feeling about this in Muppet movies in the 90s. I think they say it in all of them. They definitely say it in Treasure Island and Muppets in Space. Is that like a reference just to the puppeteers themselves? I think it is like, like, because somebody always looks at the camera and goes like, how does he do this? (laughs) It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch Muppet Treasure Island again. Now, every time I watch Christmas Carol, there's no holiday for pirates, really. You know, there's no time of year to like Arr. knock on <laughs> February, March. You said, you said you wanted to watch all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So I if do, we do I watch do. those, I would also like to watch As Muppet a little Treasure Island. Yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to rewatch all the Pirates movies because I've only ever seen the first three. And I tried to re I tried to rewatch so I could watch the fourth and the fifth one. And like by the time it was time to put on the fourth one, I was just like, I won't do it. That's okay. I mean, I like the trilogy. I like the original trilogy. I think that first movie fucks. <laughs> and I think that second movie like slaps pretty hard. And then the third one's just like super goofball, but I kind of like it. Okay. I think it goes a little extreme. That's the one I remember the least. I mean, that's the one I think people. <laughs> That's the one where the most happens. And so it's kind of hard. There's no like one thing in that movie. There's like eight things going on that culminate for the end of the story. Yeah. Whereas in the first one, it's like the coin and they're going for the treasure. And the second one is like, it's a chest. It's on an island. And the third one, they're like, so there's these like warring factions of pirates and they've been around for hundreds of years. And there's also this witch and they got to go get. Jack Sparrow from the afterlife. And also Davy Jones is still around. You're like, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, but we're talking Muppets. We're talking Muppets. Yeah. This is always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. This is a, a good movie. Uh, it is a solid like hour and a half, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not crazy long, but it's longer than your 25 minute Mickey Christmas Carol. And uh, yeah, why not? Yeah. it's It's a classic like... Put it in the rotation. Yeah. Like, again, we watch like Die Hard. We watch some of the Gremlins. Like, these are like classic Christmas movies to watch like every year. Haven't uh, watched Charlie Brown this year. No. Nope. Maybe I will. Okay. Yeah. I was going to put on um, Lethal like, Weapon this year. I was I like, uh, Lethal Weapon you know, I used to really while. like the Garfield Christmas special, but I don't know how to watch mm. that. So I might do a little sleuthing and try and find that. Well, I mean, you know, he wouldn't like Christmas this year in 2023. Why not? It's on a Monday. Oh, yeah. good, good call. Thank there was you. like, there was Thank like, you. there was like a, uh, what's his name's grandma was in the Christmas special and she's so nice. Who's that? <laughs> in the Garfield Christmas special, his owner. Oh, John's grandma, John's grandma isn't it? Was in it? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I do like that actually. Yeah, it was like nice. It was just... I like thinking of the idea that like, John has a family outside it's of like his dog the, and his cat. Uh, you know, the one time a year that like Garfield and Odie are nice to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, so uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, it's a masterpiece. It's great. Right? Like, uh, it's great. But there's like not a whole so bunch of more to say than like kind of like what we've done, like going yeah. through it and being like, yeah. well, it's this w- guy's creepy. This guy's funny. I like that they cast this as that. And it's Michael one of Kane's my favorite great. versions of Christmas Carol that's out there. And then I would say it's in the higher running of one of my fave Muppet movies too. So yeah. It's probably one of my favorite Muppet movies. Like, I, I think I talked about this on... I can't remember where the Muppets would have come up before. I don't think we ever covered a Muppet movie. Like We, sh- we should. We should. But, like, I know we should... I've showed the Muppet movie at, like, theaters and drive-ins and, like, pop-up events, like, several times. And yeah. I talked to people about them then. The Muppet movie. The Muppet movie. Yeah. Um... And like when I was growing up, I, I'm the opposite of what you just said, like a great Muppet caper, 
uh, Muppets Take Manhattan and the Muppet movie, I didn't watch as much as Treasure Island and Christmas Carol. Fair. Because I had those on VHS. Oh, that's I didn't okay. own the other ones, so yeah. it only been whenever they were on like TNT or USA, I get yeah. to catch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with like Muppets in Space. That one was on TV all the time when it first came out, so I watched Pigs it constantly. In space. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, it's good stuff. So yeah, it's like this is probably my third favorite Muppet movie. Treasure Island's my favorite one, just hands down. I just love well, that movie. What's the other of the three then? The first one. The, uh, first m- one. the, Muppet, the Muppet movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, I mean, fair. I love Caper. I think Caper is probably the weakest of like the original three because uh, Takes Manhattan is like really great, but it's it like, good. it all depends on, they're all yeah. good movies, they're, uh, just depends on They're like flavors of ice mileage. cream. It's yeah. like what you're in the mood for. They're seasons. Yeah, and Great Muppet <laughs> Caper is the strawberry and the Neapolitan. You're just like, it's still good, but like I'm going for the vanilla and chocolate first. All right, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess that's it. That's it, we don't want to. We don't want to keep you any no, longer. You guys have it. Uh, we've got like some fun episodes coming up soon. Uh, we're working out our uh, content calendar for uh, going into the new year because we've got our best of lists coming up as well as our best of uh, podcast, a uh, couple hot takes and everything, trying to catch some last minute movies. If you guys have any favorite movies of the year uh, that you'd like to recommend and toss at us in case we haven't been able to get to it, make us bump it to the top of the list. Uh, I recently finally caught Saw X and Blackberry. Uh, liked both of them a lot. Um, I was just reorganizing my letterbox of like movies that have come out and like ones that Diana, I don't think that you would want to watch. So I'm like, oh, I can watch those without you. Okay, go for it, man. And like, you know, some of the spookies, like Skinamarinks and When Evil Lurks kind of stuff. I, I could get down with When Evil Lurks. Okay, I'll, I'll move that one. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> I, I figured we're about to actually, right after recording this, we're going to head down to the city and we're going to go see some movies. So while we're in the car ride, we can uh, look at the letterboxed and stuff. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, happy holidays. Um and uh, if you guys want to check out any events, if you live in the area, go to uh, storyscreenpresents.com. Check out our events page. We've got like a Die Hard Movie Bingo is actually happening at Draft in Beacon, New York. Uh, the tonight, the day this draft. is coming yeah, out. So yeah. uh, if you guys want to check that out, we also have a bunch of trivia nights coming up, uh, as well as showing Edward Scissorhands at uh, Hudson Valley Brewery on the 28th Thurs- of December. Thursday night. <clears throat> Thursday night. Uh, free After screening, Christmas. free popcorn. Come on up. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And other than that, uh, if we don't hear, if you don't hear from us uh, before the end of the year, happy holidays, happy new year, and we'll catch you in 2024. Bye. Bye.